What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to the greatest gaming podcast on the internet, the Aussie Lag Games Cast for Friday, the 11th of the 11th, 2022. I'm one of your hosts, Carl Sinclair, joined as always by my brother from another mother, the man with the plan, the soap to my ghost, Jack Gibbs. How you doing, brother? I am doing all right, mate. How are you doing this Friday? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I'm trying to keep it fair. I don't know if you've noticed, but I've been doing this uh, since the launch of uh, Call of Duty, right? I've been doing this soap and ghost thing, yeah? I've swapped it up, I've changed it up, you know what I mean? Because like, I feel like until you've seen Star Wars, the Chewy Han thing is kind of lost on you, right? But when I say soap and ghost, you get it, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, right? I think, but yeah, I'm keep it good. fair, because everybody wants to be ghost. Each week I've swapped it. Last week you were ghost, this week I'm ghost. Nah, I didn't notice keep, that. <laughs> I'm keeping it fair, you know what I mean? I just, I just, I know no one's gonna notice, but I want the world to know that I thought about this when I implemented it into the intro. I really, I want, that. I want the world to know. Hey, how are you? I'm good, mate. I'm good. I, uh, I just watched the Battlefield 2042 development update that was released a couple of days ago. Yeah. So I've okay. just had this fresh bout of disappointment poured on me. It's coming to Games Pass, mate. Look, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. It's definitely a good thing. I, I read some headlines today that were like, Battlefield 2042 coming to Game Pass along with class system. Rah, rah, rah. So I'm like, oh, I'll watch this development video, see what's up. The class system's coming in update 3.2, whenever that happens. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, coming to Game Pass, probably a good thing. Because that's the thing. Like, I think I could see myself giving this game another go, just like sitting on the couch, just having a fuck around for half an hour. You know what I mean? Not not taking it too seriously like I normally would a Battlefield game. So I hope, I hope it coming to Game Pass helps. But the problem is, we've, we've talked about this before, you can put a game on Game Pass to help revive it, get the player base numbers up, all that sort of good stuff. But you've got to have a good game. Like, you can't just put shit on Game Pass, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't, it doesn't really work like that. And to be fair, they've been working on Battlefield 2042, but it's not... It's not there yet. Like, has it been out for a year now? Has it? Is that, does that sound about right? Uh, what are we in November? Yes, it's been out a year. And it still just lacks anything that makes it a Battlefield game. <laughs> like, it's just, you know, uh, they've reworked a bunch of the maps. They look a lot better, a lot more density to them, a lot more better aesthetics. Not graphics, but the actual, like, you know, blown up cars and things of that nature. So they've definitely been working on it there. Um, they've got a couple more maps they're reworking. They re they get a release later in the season. That snow map they get to re-release that. Uh, the glacier one looks a lot better, um, which which is cool. Um, they they've been adding the portal guns into the main game, which is cool. But it's like you went out of your way to make a futuristic battlefield game, and now you get to add this German gun from World War Two. It's like that's like that's a bad company too. I should say it's like that's cool and people who are a fan of that gun great but it's like the things they're having to do to pump more content into this game are just like compromise city you know what i mean like it's not you know they should destroy their original vision but it's like the timing like the 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 year that it's set in is in the name like you know what i mean like it's just like the things yeah. they're compromising is incredible um they announced something though which has got me very excited Alright, there is there is something coming that's very exciting. So they get to do another update in a couple of weeks where they get to actually reveal the whole season, you know, new operator, all that sort of stuff. And they've announced a new map. And the new map is inventory focused. Which I think will be maybe the start of something new for this game. You know what I mean? That feels like, yep, something fresh, something that didn't exist in the original format of the game, or the, not even the original vision. Um, they're bringing this in. But at the same time, it feels like a compromise because it was all about the biggest possible maps the engine could handle. To and to create a new map would take take some nine months, but a small inventory map that probably takes some six months. And it's just a shame that it's like, ah, oh, you're making the map I always wanted because you can't do anything else. So it's a bit. I don't know. It just feels a bit. Get the old backhand. You know what I mean? But um. They did also confirm after season four, they will still support the game. There will be more. So that's quite exciting because we deserve more. Even if none of us play it, we deserve more. Not sure if that's a good use of time or money, but, uh, you know, if they if by the end of season four, the game's actually all right, it's good to know that they'll be still there. Um, 
don't know. Just mixed mixed feelings about it all, really. Have you had a chance to look at any of this stuff that's going on? Uh, no, no, I haven't really looked at anything. I did know it was coming to GameSpice, and that was about as much as I knew. Um, yeah, look, they're, they're finally starting to really rework the game, though. Like, as in, all of the characters, all the operators are going to put into, like, class, like, support, um, assault, recon, all that sort of stuff. Um, there'll be gadgets that are defined to each class that you can't get in others. It looks like you'll still be able to use, like, a sniper rifle with each, with each class, but if you're the sniper class, you'll be able to hold your breath longer. So there's, like, advantages to getting your shit lined up. Right. So I think, yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, they're finally starting to really play with the underlining core mechanics. Um, it's just, yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I have inconsistent feelings about the sacrifices they're making and the compromises they're making, but that's probably a bit harsh of me at this stage. Like, they should just do what they've got to do to make a good, you know, make a game yeah. that you want. Um, I feel like the compromises and all this stuff is coming from the fact that I I have a very strong feeling that EA has left 10 people working on this fucking game. You know what I mean? I feel like the majority of us moved way. on. Yeah. And there's just a, like, graveyard squad working on it. And they've been told that, you know... I, I, they say that they're going to support it, but I really feel like this Season 3 update and everything they're changing, depending on player count, depending on all that, is... is it would not surprise me if EA went back on their word and just dropped it if it if it doesn't get to a point where they're happy. Well, they yeah they haven't committed to like new maps after season four or anything big. They've just said we'll still be here, sort of thing. So it's like yeah, you know, that could I feel just like be, they'll drop it. It could be a team of ten for all we know. Yeah, I feel like there's fuck all working on it now. That's why well, I feel like there's being these Battlefield Four made. days. I know the graphic. You know, I know I know it was back in time, but like we were getting four maps a quarter. Yeah, you know, it's like nearly yeah. a map a month. Whereas now we've, yeah. we've got one new map since launch. I think. And we're gonna get an inventory map, inventory, you know, people walking around map, which sounds great, but it's like that's a huge compromise. Um, yeah, I, th- I think you're right. I think you're spot on. I feel yeah. I feel like if the game had come out and it had banged, we probably would be seeing a lot more content. But I feel like in this day and age with games and how much they cost to make and how much they cost to maintain, <clears throat> it was probably in EA's financial best interest that when they realized the game was a dud was to pull as much funding from it and put it somewhere else and give a skeleton crew whatever funding they needed to make the game run and basically say, fix it as best you can. We're going to move the team onto the next Battlefield game. Because they committed to a Battlefield universe right before this game came out and they can't backpedal on it now. Like, they committed to, like, two movies, more games, comics, TV shows. Like, they they... They really blew their load before before it even came out. So I feel like if this game had come out, banged hard, did really well, we would be seeing more consistent maps, more consistent updates, more consistent changes. Unfortunately, it didn't come out and bang. And and I I mostly blame EA for that, but I think DICE is a little bit at fault as well. Um but yeah, it's just it's just it's just sad to see. I hope this brings the player count up. I think it will. But I agree with you. If there's no content there to keep them, it will be a jump up for like I'd say a week and then it'll the new content they put in and the changes they're making after that week, if the numbers steady and don't go down, they've done a good job. If the numbers start to go down, it was literally just uh well, it's free on Games Pass, I might as well try it. Um yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, well hopefully. I've just, hopefully um, it does well. I just want to clarify, I've got the exact line they used to describe postseason four content, which yep. maybe they did commit to a little more than I said. We're also excited to share that we've recently started pre production on all new content that will come after season four next year. Our work on Battlefield twenty forty two isn't done. So that's sort of committing to maybe like I I would expect maybe a map or two, you know what I mean? Like that that does sound like there'll be something after season four, but it doesn't sound like another four seasons necessarily. I no. I, I see. This is what I predict. All right, I'm going to predict something. Yep. I reckon we'll get through to season four, right? And if they can pull it off, they'll then do Battlefield 2042, like V2 sort of thing, like a relaunch. But they'll relaunch it in a way where they don't have to support it with a live service. Like once they've finally sculpted this game back into a Battlefield game like it was 10 years ago, they'll drop an all-out, like, Season 5 update, but it'll be, like, the forever season. Like, the game will die the way it is at that point. 
like that seems the most saving face and economic way to destroy this game or like let it live its life i guess i don't know just just my feeling on that yeah i think it could be right there i think you'd be right i think Cause if i was yeah i'd want to cut this game up to pieces as quickly as i could to be honest yeah but they can't that's the only issue right that's it's what I'm because saying. they've They've garnered such a reputation for doing that. Like, they've closed studios when a game doesn't do well for them. Like, it's, they're it's, infamous for it. I'm sure they understand that it's not in their, like, uh, economic interest to, to end this game early. Like, I think they need to get it back to being a Battlefield game. So someone like me will play it every now and then for a few years. But if they get it to that point, they can drop a couple of new maps and then sort of, you know, they can wrap up the content. Like, I still play Battlefield 4 occasionally to this day. They just need to get it to that state and then I think they can walk away from it. I'm not saying I'll feel happy about it. Like I wish they'd fucking make it a proper battlefield game and give us sixteen new maps and a campaign, you know, whatever, whatever. But we're not we're not gonna get there. We've just gotta be sort of grateful that the game sort of functions with a class system at some point. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. I'll be honest. It wouldn't surprise me if in like a year's time we're talking about Battlefield twenty forty two, like we spoke about Battlefront two. Like after a year, Battlefront two turned into the game it was supposed to be, right? We're a year into Battlefield 2042, and I feel like the reason we're getting this sort of like, I feel like the reason this one's in the headlines is because they're finally at a place where they feel like they've fixed the game, and now they can start to add the content the game should have had to begin with. Because it wasn't just the fact that I had no content, the game itself was also very buggy, it was also very off. There was like, yeah, that's a good point. A real lack of polish. I feel like they've gotten to the point where they've fixed the maps they've given us, they've polished up what they need to. They're putting the operator system in, the class system. They're, they're making it what it should have been at launch. Now that they feel like they're in that sort of position, they can now begin to add the extra stuff they need to add, right? That's why I feel like this one's a big deal. So in a year's time, we may be looking on this a lot more favorably. I don't think we're going to look at it and go, wow, Battlefield 2042 has pulled a Rainbow Six or something like that. I don't think, I don't even think it'll pull a full Battlefront 2. But I think it will probably get to a point where you could sit down and play it for a few hours with friends, it'll feel like a battlefield and you'll have a bit of fun. But I don't see this being the battlefield to go up against games like Modern Warfare 2 or like oh, anything no. Respawn's putting out. No, no, no. So, no, definitely not. But I think it just needs to get to the point where it's like when they announce Battlefield 7 or whatever, that I won't pre-order it, but I'll be interested in it. You know what I mean? Like I'll keep yeah. an eye on it. Because at the moment, if they announce Battlefield 7, I, I wouldn't even be in a hurry to watch the trailer. To be completely yep. frank, like I'd rather play Call of Duty, so I think they yeah, do. Yeah, so. I think I think they owe it to themselves to to sort of just revive it a bit. And uh, yeah, I, I agree. I don't think we'll ever be talking about it like Rainbow Six, but I think it yeah. will get to the point where uh, I no longer hurt inside when I talk about it. They need to put more money into marketing if they're gonna if they're gonna really try and turn this game around. They need to market it that way. They need to start putting out commercials and shit again because even if it gets to a point where it's a playable Battlefield game and enjoyable for everybody, when you do announce a new Battlefield, people are not going to be able to get the taste of the shit launched out of their mouth. Yeah, they need to know it's changed. That's why I'm sort of thinking, like, instead of a Season 5, it's like a new, like a relaunch. Like, yeah, do the marketing push. You know, four new maps. Uh, they've already done the legwork to polish, to fix, to make it a Battlefield game again. Drop four new maps. Call it a relaunch. Yeah, get the marketing going. And then, and then in a couple of years' time, when you do announce the next Battlefield game, we we all we'll all be watching. We'll all, we'll all give a fuck. Mm, it's a fair, yeah, it's fair. And I say in a couple of years because I suspect they're already working on it. Yeah, I think they were working on it two weeks after this game bombed. To be honest, I think they went straight into it. Um, yeah, there's no way it would take this long to pump out map reworks if um if there was a big team working on it. Yeah, no way. Yeah, this is, well, this is a very small team. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. Sure, for no, fickle. Sure. Fickle. Oh, sorry, it's good to get that off my chest. <laughs> no, no, fair, fair. No, that's good. What else has been going on, mate? I want to. Uh, I want to talk about a few things. I want to talk about. Um, I want to talk about some Modern Warfare Two, because we know what's coming Ooh, in season one. That we so do, friend. We will be talking about that, but. I want to talk about the most important piece of gaming news we got this week. <laughs> What's that? Probably the quintessential piece of gaming news. And we can't get one. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do. Uh, i got to get... Uh, no, nah, not really. Do you want to have a guess? Is it the McDonald's chair? 
It is the McDonald's chair, the McDonald's McCrispy gaming chair that literally has a warmer in it and a sauce holder. It is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And there's only four of them in existence and they're only being given away in the UK. Oh, I don't know anything about this. So it's got a, a sauce warmer, did you say? So it has a hot box to keep your McCrispy chickens warm and your butt uh, during the gameplay so one of the arm rests has a bucket to keep your chicken warm <laughs> there is a stain proof leather, leather treatment to the chair so if you get spills or it won't stain if you spill anything on it or get anything on All it right. has a sauce holder <laughs> it's 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 basically the ultimate gaming chair for fat people like me um it's, it it's is beautiful. a gaming chair though like it's it's like a secret lab or something isn't it it is, yeah. It's beautiful. <laughs> like, I, I cannot believe it. It's got an awesome, like, it's got crispy written all over it. It's got a back cushion, uh, cushion for the head. Yeah, the warmer bucket, all that stuff. It's it's so funny. It's when I seen it, I'm like, like that's awesome. I think that should be uh, a giveaway everywhere, not just the UK, which upsets me. But I was instantly reminded of the PUBG controller that was grease proof. Do you remember that? That was only in Australia, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, the grease-proof controller for those sweet chicken dinners. That thing looked gross. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty disgusting, but my goodness, was it a smart fucking uh, bit of uh, marketing. It was very funny. I thought it was very funny. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to touch on that and say that I think it's very upsetting that we can't get it. Really upset me. <laughs> I really wanted the opportunity to win it, you know? It's such a cool thing. It's such a cool thing. We now um, know how... Uh, international people feel when Xbox Australia does those cool giveaways. Yeah. Although to fair. be fair, I feel the same way. I'm yet to get anything like an Xbox onesie or anything like that. Sad we times. gotta sad times. We gotta keep praying. We gotta keep praying. <laughs> but mate, let's move on from from Battlefield and McDonald's. Let's talk a little bit of Modern Warfare Two. Um, oh, mate. Season, season one. one next week. I'm gonna clap my hand. November 16. We got what, five days? Something That's like that. Tuesday? One, two, three, four. Yeah, yeah, about five. Nice. Probably be a Wednesday morning thing. I'm keen, man. Season 16 has got a uh, Season one has got a lot of content. Lots of content. I'm very keen. We've got Warzone launching. We've got the Numo DMZ launching. We've got a battle pass. We've got a football event. Operators, weapons. So let's break it down. Let's go through everything. Let's talk about it bit by bit. Because I think I think we've played enough Modern Warfare Two now. Where this 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 is probably something we're going to do every season. Where we should probably break it down. We do it with Apex. It's only fair that the other game that we uh, are basically living on at the moment gets the same treatment. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Basically, got an oxygen line running to Modern Warfare Two at the moment. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Warzone's clearly the uh, the big get of this season. They're not. It's... They're not being shy about that being a season one feature, yep. even though it's a free-to-play standalone game. Um, yep. But it, what's interesting, right, is so Warzone 1 will continue. Yes. It's going to be... It's offline for two weeks. Right, and it's coming back. It's just going to be the newest map, Cold, Cold, or Cold Era. Yeah, it's just called Warzone Cold Era. Right, and that, that game will remain tied to Modern Warfare 1. Cold War and Vanguard, and yep. the things that crossed over back then will still remain crossed over today. Yep, that's Warzone, all staying there. Yeah, Warzone Two very much tied to Modern Warfare Two. Um, in a sense, the XP you gain on one side can cross over in certain circumstances. I don't know. There's a bit of bit of confusion in my mind there, but basically similar to how Warzone worked back in the day. You know, your classes and stuff can all carry across. Um, I have a glitch in my Modern Warfare 2 where I can already edit my Warzone classes. So that's exciting. Um, but yeah, got a new map, uh, heaps of new features, new vehicles, that sort of that sort of stuff. Um, so the the highlighted features they've got on the uh, season one scorecard, if you will, is aquatic combat. So pretty much from the multiplayer, you can obviously swim, shoot your guns, that sort of stuff. I think that's going to annoy a lot of people. I think so. It, it, is it just the one river down the middle of the map? I don't get that vibe. I feel like there's going to be more than one river. There's many places for you to swim. <laughs> Whereas in Warzone 1, the rivers are all empty, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, it was all, like, drained out. Yeah. yeah. The only place I had water was, like, dam, but it was, like, not deep enough to, like, swim in. Yeah, I'm not... 
It's going to be interesting. I mean, it's, it's just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Carrying a pistol is going to be kind of important. I never carried a pistol in Warzone 1. Never. Yeah. I always had a sniper and a machine gun. I um, think uh, the changes they're making to loadouts um, is like really going to incentivize a pistol. Uh, do, do you know what changes they've made to loadouts? Yeah, I don't. I don't think the yeah. You don't just take your Modern Warfare two loadout across, do you? There's a few things that are like restricted or limited to yes. Warzone, right? So there's a few different yeah. So basically, how it works now, right, is you can do the classic way where you go to a buy station, you buy a loadout, the loadout drops, and you just pick a loadout with the two guns you want, the setup you want, the class you want. But now there's also loadout events in the world where you have the opportunity to pick a loadout, but it's only your primary weapon. Right. So you'll get your primary gun, but you'll be stuck with whatever you dropped with. Interesting. Yeah. So they're trying to sort of like make it easier for players who probably aren't skilled enough to get a loadout, like let them get the guns that they want. But also if you're somebody who knows what you're fucking doing, you're basically going to be able to get your loadout regardless. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So yeah, if your loadout doesn't have a pistol, good luck in the water. Well, yeah. I, you know what? As annoying as the water is, it might really balance that situation out. Like, yeah, it might not be a bad thing. Um, circle collapse is also noted as a feature. Uh, as far as I'm aware, that means the one big circle that you're fighting in can temporarily break into multiple circles. Yes. Um, I think that's to slow down good players and the pacing as well. Give people a chance to actually breathe and that sort of stuff. If you've got a whole bunch of good players fighting in a different circle to you, it gives you a chance to get your bearings, get some ammo, get your breath, all that sort of stuff. Would have never thought of that. Very, very clever. Oh, okay. No, as in, if I was developing a BR game, I would never have thought of that. Like, I feel like that's yeah, yeah, to like yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's smart. Uh, definitely mm, smart. Sure. They're adding proximity chat so you can talk I to love other people near you. Um, that's you seen that's amazing. How that works with interrogation? Uh, I haven't, but I've seen how it works in PUBG, and they they had to turn it off for a while. What's so that? they're adding interrogations, and when you interrogate somebody, proximity works. So you will get information off the person regardless, but in that moment, you can talk to them while your player is interrogating them. So that gives you op a, like optical, optimal chance to be like, nah, get fucked, buddy. Like, I'm not telling you nothing. <laughs> but yeah, so I think that's really cool because it's like, gonna I think it's going to really be... Awesome. Dude, it's going to be so good because I was thinking like, imagine you're interrogating somebody. So let's say, dude, just hypothetically, right? Let's say, uh, let's say that like you, me, Jake and Proto are playing, right? Frodo is pissing me off. Like, he's just pissing me off. I get interrogated, and he's going to get information regardless, but I'm in a mood where I'll just be like, hey, buddy, guy, top of the hill, go get him. Like, I'll just give away the location. Like, I feel like that's going to create some real interesting sort of, like, situations and really good content, man. Like, I feel like that'll be awesome. Like, imagine a big streamer like Tim the Tapman interrogating somebody. That little fucker's going to sing. He's going to give away his friends straight away if there's a chance <laughs> that Tim says, thanks, buddy, and he goes off and kills his friends. You know what I mean? Like, I think proximity chat is going to be really fucking cool, but we also have to be super fucking careful. Because, like, I don't think I'm going to get as much use out of it as everybody else. I probably will off stream. I think it's going to be too dangerous to have all that going on stream, which is unfortunate because I feel like that's where you'll get really good content. But people like Jev who make YouTube videos who don't really stream all that often and can like edit out that sort of stuff, I think is going to make some really funny, really unique Call of Duty content that we've never seen before. Yeah, I haven't really thought about that. That makes a lot of sense. I'm very excited. It's very cool. <clears throat> the other two features that got highlighted here are third person playlist and new buy stations. Um, yeah, do you know anything about the buy station? No, apparently there'll be like, uh, so from what I read online, I don't know if this is true. I've been trying to piece together. So there's been so much information for COD dropping in the last few days. It's really hard for me to determine what's <clears throat> real yeah, and what's and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So much, but apparently there'll be special buy stations that will allow you to purchase better gear than other players, but they're like not marked on the map and they're randomized. Oh, okay. Interesting. So I think, I, yeah, I don't know if that's true. That's just something I've seen on, on so Twitter. So it's like to incentivize but, um, exploring around and stuff like that. 
yeah absolutely I, I would like if, if if anybody actually knows feel free to let us know i'm just going off what i've heard or what i've read if it's wrong please let me know but yeah there's been a lot of speculation on twitter a lot of what i've seen from streams and stuff the last few days um yeah the warzone 2 gameplay looks good um they had an event yesterday or the day before um yeah it looks it looks great i don't i i really like the dance and i think it was because it was like it was less desert and more city in like foresty russia which i really liked el mazra uh, is really like it's it's like it's like dubai right it's a desert place dirt everywhere it's like it's like dubai when we when we when we no longer look after it it's just getting taken back by the desert in a way i i don't know it's i think it's a bit gray like it's not very colorful from what i can tell i will reserve my judgment until i have the opportunity to play for myself but from what i can see if somebody's gonna run around in a, in a fucking sand colored ghillie suit that's gonna be a pain in the ass like that's gonna be a pain in the ass um but yeah other than that it looked it looked like a lot of fun i can't wait to play for myself is warzone 2 releasing on like xbox one and ps4 I fucking hope not, <laughs> but probably, yeah. I wonder if that has something to do with the, like, grey colours and stuff. Oh, possibly, which is just sad, man. It's just, it just hurts. I know they can't, I know we're not in a position where we can have it next-gen only yet. Um, Hopefully Warzone 3 or maybe a Warzone update next year would be really cool, a big update next year. Um, But yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Don't just food for thought. There's also a new Gulag system. Uh, have you yes. heard about this? Yeah, indeed. So, as far as I'm aware, and jump in wherever I'm wrong, you similar setup. You know, the prison. You know, you got to fight your way back into the arena, but it's two v twos. Your yep. partner is randomized, and yep. there is a jailer. There is an NPC in the middle, and yep. the idea is you can either kill the other team to get back into the war zone, or you can work with the other team, kill the jailer, and all four of you go back to the war zone. Man, this is like a big social experiment. That's all. That's all this is. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It, I I both love it and I'm stressed out by it. To be honest. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I think <laughs> this is going to be one of the coolest features for the simple fact of proximity chat. Oh, that'll work in the gulag. I think. I think. It's going to be really... This is going to determine how good of a liar you are or whether you're an honourable man and whether or not you can tell if somebody else is lying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like hey, let's kill the jailer. Yeah, man, let's kill the jailer. If I hear somebody say that to me like that, I'll pop that fucking straight away. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not fucking around. But if they want to be honest about it and we kill the jailer together, I'm down. But if not, I'm popping it, I'm popping it man. I love how as a community we could come together and all agree just to always kill the jailer, but... No one's offering that up as an option. No, man. The, the the filth I've heard in the last few weeks from Call of Duty, <laughs> there's nobody ready to do that yet. <laughs> yeah. We got to wait for all these guys to move on to the next game. You know, all the toxic kids to go back to school after school holidays. You know what I mean? We've got to wait. Wait for the good ones. He was not in season one. No gunfight, man. What's going on? No gunfight. No gunfight. I think... Okay, stick with me. Stick with me. I think we're going to get gunfight in season one. I think it's going to be a mid-season thing they're going to add. I hope so. And and to be fair, uh, was it last year's Call of Duty, the one before it launched in December, just randomly? Yeah, I think it's going to be a surprise because so through the grapevine, basically when the FC event drops, we're going to be getting uplink. That is what the rumored event is. It's going to be an uplink event. Um, that will be cut. That will come back seasonally, apparently. Um. When they drop raids, when they drop the raid or whatever or whatever raids are, um, it's rumored that they're also going to drop gunfight as well at the same time. They just haven't told us yet because if if raid drops and no one likes it, they're going to need a bomb, which will be gunfight. Clever, very clever. And to be fair, like as much as all this, like as much as the majority of the season is Warzone, like that is a huge thing. Like you don't really need gunfight to pad this season out. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, shall we talk about the rest of the season? So that, that's Warzone covered. But there is still yes. Modern Warfare 2, the paid Oh, product. and we haven't talked about DMZ. DMZ is also launching as well. Oh, that's part of Warzone. My bad. Yeah, yeah. What's, what's yes. going on there? 
So DMZ is baby's first escape from Tarkov. Um, I've seen the gameplay. So if you love escape from Tarkov, you are probably not going to like DMZ because it's oh, like you've already it's advanced past be... it, sort of thing. Yeah, it's like you're you're playing on another level, Chief. I watched some DMZ games today from some of the streamers. I watched Symphony. I watched Doctor Lupo. I watched Tim the Tatman. Watched Doctor Lupo. I watched Courage. <laughs> um, I basically absorbed everything they were saying and what the, they were feeling. Um, I think Courage is full of shit. Um, Doctor Lupo had some interesting things to say, and Tim, Tim, Tim was kind of like analyzing it very because he wasn't at the event. He decided not to go, so he he wasn't in the moment. You know what I mean? He's not in a room full of developers. So to hear somebody who plays Call of Duty day in and day out like analyze something that he's got no like he doesn't have to kiss its ass was very interesting. I think DMZ is going to be good. I think in time it will become great. I think it's going to launch. I think it's going to I think season 1 everyone's going to try it, get into it. I think it's going to find its fans. I think we're going to see a lot of streamers that are just going to do DMZ and that sort of stuff. But then I feel like we're going to get a little drought of DMZ stuff and probably by like season three or four, we're going to see more put into DMZ. It's probably going to get revamped because you can already tell that it's sort of like... it's You can tell that Infinity Water like, here it is, try it out, let us know what you think. We can fix it if it's not right. You can sort of see that they're really taking baby steps into this thing, which <coughs> I appreciate. It's okay for them to experiment a bit. Like, there's still a full-fledged Call of Duty game here in a war zone. Like, hundred percent. I think that's fine. Um, so what? What? What actually is the game mode though? Like, what? I don't okay. really. So you and two teammates. Mm -hmm. Um, it could be up to four, but at the event they had teams of three. Is Warzone um, up to four? Warzone is up to four. Oh, yeah. Good. Um, you want a team of three? uh drop into um El Mazra. Yep. You take in a loadout and uh you go in and you uh basically scavenge. You find guns, uh you find gear, you take out other teams, you uh complete missions in order to gain currency, which you can then use to I believe buy things back in the menu. Um it's basically Tarkov, which is which is probably what people wanted, but it's very, very Tarkov light. Um, you will fight other players, but I feel like a lot of the time... I feel like... It, this is where it's going to be the opposite to Tarkov. I feel like the fighting against real players is going to be easier than fighting the AI. Because for some reason, all these professional Call of Duty players are going up against the AI, and the AI is set to realistic, and it is fucking destroying them. It's thirsting them, like, it's dropping people, then it's camping bodies, like, the AI is drop-shotting, the AI is peeking, mounting, doing all kinds of, like, like crazy shit, like, they walked into the police station. They pried open the door to the police station, which is locked. Um, you had to craft a pry bar, which I thought was interesting. There seems to be some sort of crafting system. You then pry open the, the door, um, and... Or they and or I think they actually for the police station I think they completed a mission and got a code to open it up. They pried open something else. Um, so yeah, basically they got into the police station and as soon as the door opened, there was a guy behind the door who just dropped him, and he had to <laughs> crawl away. Like he was waiting there with like an assault rifle. Um, he was using the AK seventy four U. Like, <laughs> like yeah, they're they're not fucking around. They then pushed into the building. And two heavily armored AI, both with riot shields set up, came around the corner. So you've got basically two riot shield guys coming at you. They took them out, got upstairs. They then had to drill into a safe in order to get the gear out of it. While they were drilling into the safe, they were attacked by other players, as well as a truck that showed up with like 15 AI on it. So then the two teams of players basically worked together to take out the AI and then shot each other. Then the team got the stuff out, and then they, and then you have to, uh, you've got a certain amount of time on the map before you need to extract. Um, and then, yeah, you go to an extraction point, you launch a flare up into the air, and uh, it feels a lot like Dark Zone from, from um, The Division. Yeah, fair. Yeah, Definitely. you shoot up a flare, you get on the helicopter, and you get the fuck out of that. But it felt very much like a cool thing to do with your friends for a couple of hours, like 
we're going to drop in. Um, we're going to have good comms. We're going to move through. We're going to take people out. We're going to get the gear. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to treat it like a real operation. We're going to get the fuck out. And then we can go dick around in multiplayer for four hours. Like, it feels like it's something to do if you want to, like, fun, like but intense night. experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, was, it looked really, it looked really interesting. I don't think it's going to be loved straight away, but I think it'll be something that will grow to love. I don't think this is something that they're planning on dropping. I feel like it feels very much like Warzone when it launched, like something that they're really going to put the love and care into. How often do Call of Duty do something, and it's like you don't love it at first, but it becomes a status quo? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they just evolve over time. I mean, let's be honest. Like Warzone wasn't even their first try. Blackout was, and I thought Blackout was great. So, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, Blackout was alright. Evolved over time, which is really good. Um, so that wraps up the free to play portion of this, the the Warzone portion of season one. Uh, the paid Modern Warfare two section starts with two new maps, uh, yes. one of which we get at the start of the season, and one of which we get in season. Yes. The first map we will be getting is called Shoot House. It is from Modern Warfare twenty nineteen. Yes. It's a remake. Do you like the new remake? Uh yeah, I think it's fine. I don't really care. Like yeah, the first map was a great layout, but it wasn't really the aesthetics that like made it good, you know what I mean? Like it was it was fine. Um I don't know, it seems seems fine to me. Do you agree? Uh yeah. Yeah. I think it's more colourful. Yeah, if if anything, I would say from the trailer it looks better, but I I my my opinion is more like I didn't actually have that a close affiliation to the first one, so um, not too invested, but I, I think it looks better. Um, definitely graphically a bit cleaner. It's the um, long shot map. It's the grinding map for long shots. Ah, righto, righto. So you've you got you've got um, shoot houses where you go upstairs and you like basically mount, and when they come around the corner from their spawn, that's where you get your long shots for all your weapons. Um, and shipment was where you did everything else. Well, good, good to know. Shipment's coming mid season. Uh, yeah, the two maps are just designed for grinding. Like that's, and yep. they weren't really shy about that either. I'm pretty sure on nope. Infinity Ward on Twitter were like grind out your camos in, in a shootouts and shipment. Legit, yeah. Uh, and I and I th I'm so glad they lean into it that way because that means anytime Infinity Ward drop a game, we're gonna see these two maps come back in a new way, which is good. It's like their Nuketown, which I like a lot. Yeah, that's a good point. I think Nuketown's better, but I'm glad these these I. Part of me would love to see a Modern Warfare's take on Nuketown, but then that probably waters down how special it is when a Black Ops game comes out. So yeah, that's cool. probably best they don't. But like Nuketown firing range, it's classic. Um, I we haven't really seen much of shipment, but I mean from the screenshot you can sort of see all of shipment anyway. So yeah, it, it looks fine. Do you want to know what I would love from that shipment map? I know we'll never get it, but I thought it would be super cool. I'd love it if it just rained. Like, it just rained the just entire time. Yeah, That'd be cool. I think that'd be really cool. We'll never get it, but I can dream. And then I thought, like, wouldn't it be cool if, like, uh, they take sort of like a... This is a pipe dream, everybody. I'm just dreaming out loud. I'm sorry. But I thought, wouldn't it be super cool if they took a cue from the campaign, right? So in the campaign, when you're assaulting the ship, the containers move around. Imagine a shipment set in the middle of a container ship and the containers move around as the map goes on. Like, everything's just moving. Just, just some good chaos for 10 minutes. You know what I mean? Like, you don't care about your KD. You don't care how many deaths you get, how many kills you get. It's just 10 minutes of pure fucking chaos in the middle of the ship. May I extend that idea? <clears throat> and what about if a lot of these maps had variants where it's like there's three versions of shipment. There's the one that we get, there's the sunlight, daytime one, and there's the raining ships, rocking ship, shipping containers moving. And so there's like a 25% chance of getting that one or 33% or whatever. Um, That'd be dope. Yeah, just a lot of maps that have just slightly different variants. It doesn't have to be a full rework or anything. I would love the uh, the border crossing at night time with the street lights illuminating the, oh, the crossing. Fuck. I yeah. feel like that'd be fucking dope. You know what I mean? And then like like have the tunnel illuminated at each end, but maybe have like a light in the center that flickers on and off. Like that would be like super cool, dude. Dude. I think that'd be dope. I think that'd be dope. I'd play the fuck out of that map. <laughs> I think that'd be super fun. I love that map, but I learn every day that less and less people feel the same way. What's What's interesting, right, is I is I feel like the majority love it more than they don't because I noticed today on the invasion map and ground war map, 
they had the they have that map within the map, right? Yeah. And it had no cars on the road. Now it's full of them. Not as many as the original map, but there's cars everywhere now. Interesting. Yeah, they added cars to the map. Hmm. It's hmm. become quite it's quite the little choke point at the moment on one of those maps. Yeah, yeah I, I think the map's fantastic. I enjoy it as well. Uh, we're getting a new mode in season called Raid. Uh, as Carl said earlier, we don't really know much about that. Um, we're getting a new co-op mission called High Ground. So I would like to make a theory on this one. Sure thing. So we see on the the, the picture there that it's somebody in an AC-130. Yep. I think this is going to be a co-op mission where one person's on the ground and one person's in the plane. Ah, I think that's going to be fucking awesome if that's the case. I think that'd be really fucking cool. Would you rather be in the plane or on the ground? Uh, I think if they do it right, I won't. Ma it won't matter. But maybe the ground. I don't know. I feel like it'd be cool to be on the ground and sort of like see the chaos unleashed from the AC one thirty. But I think it's also equally cool to be in there and be like the big gun for this small soldier just trying to make his way through to the other end. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think that's really cool. It's sort of it'd sort of be like a play on um the campaign mission where you're guiding Ghost through the facility. Like, I feel like that'd be super cool if like you were on the ground and there's like all the AIs set to realistic and one shot and you're dead. So you're just like taking cover and stuff. Like have it set up that the AI aren't like designed to just ping on you. Like have it set up that if you're spotted, you're in trouble. Because they've got that technology from the campaign. Just implement it into this mission. I think it'd be a yeah, real cool sure. mission. Um, I did read somewhere. I don't know if it was high ground or raid, but one of these modes is like get a lead into the next campaign content. Interesting. But I, don't okay. know, I don't know where I read that. I don't know how st it was just a little comment. I mean, you know, Twitter these days, it could have been fucking fake as shit. Yeah, fake uh, Was the account verified, Jack? <laughs> it was probably verified. Um, oh, that's funny. Whether it's official or not, I don't know. Uh, CDL Mosh Pit, which is the uh, ranked settings. Um, they're going to bring a playlist in for that. Very cool. Uh, just so people can get warmed up, ready for ranked whenever that drops. Uh, we're getting a new battle pass. Woo! Stop the grind. A new operator, Zeus. Who I think is a returning operator. Oh, okay. I think he was in Modern Warfare. I'm not 100% sure, but I feel like that name Zeus is super familiar. He looks like he's straight out of Halo, so uh, we'll, we'll see what we get. Yeah, fair cool. Get a couple new guns as part of that. The uh, Bass P SMG. And the Victus XMR sniper rifle. Yes. I'm just going to say this now. Something interesting about that sniper rifle is it's bolt action. So I'm going to say that this is the last sniper rifle we're getting until at least season four or five. Why? I don't understand. They do not like adding sniper rifles to the game, especially bolt action ones, because people don't know what the fuck they're doing. They could just take over a map with those sorts of things. Like, like people who are good at COD wait for these sniper rifles to be dropped into the game because then they can just go in and clean up because they're always broken when they launch. So I reckon because we're getting one with season one, we're not going to see one for like three seasons, four seasons. We're not going to see another uh, sniper rifle. Okay, good to know. Good to know. Um, getting some new... Oh, so Okay, so then there's some a football event, is that what you said? Is that what that is? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yep, so we get a few new operators. Do you want to talk us through this? Uh, so how it's going to work is they're going to drop these operator packs during this football event, which is rumored to be uplink. Basically, we're going to get Neymar Jr. first and he, and then three days later, we're supposed to get, uh, Paul. And then on the, I know for a fact that the 29th of November, it was the only day I remember because it's my birthday. We're getting messy. Nice. Um, so that'll so, be a yeah. cool event going on. Yeah. And then, uh, then there's like this last section that's a bit um, just sort of like et cetera, et cetera. couple of new guns on top of the two we already talked about. The yep. M13B assault rifle and the Ch Chimera assault Chimera. rifle. Um, they're coming in season one. Uh, the second gun's coming in season, uh, like yeah. halfway through. I reckon the first one will launch. Uh, I think the first one will probably launch day, day one and yeah. day dot. And yeah, the Chimera will probably get mid-season update. Um, we're getting new store bundles. Um, yep. And during the season, we'll get two new operators, um, including Gaz from the campaign and Claris. I don't know how to say. A uh, Klaus. Klaus. Do we know Klaus? 
Uh, could be. I think Klaus is a him. And oh, no, but I think I think uh, to go along with your thing about the the uh, I think it was like raid or high ground leads into some campaign content. I think Klaus will be part of that campaign content. I feel like he's going to have something to do with that. Like he's going to oh, be yeah. a player in the game going forward. Probably why he's blacked out. We don't know what he looks like yet. And I'm calling it now. When Gaz launches, he's gonna he's gonna get a pack, and it's gonna come with Gaz, and it's gonna come with the skin, and it's gonna come with the Chim- Chimera variant. Same time, that'll be your way to get the Chimera straight away. Ah, uh, yeah, okay, yep, feckle, feckle. He's gonna get operated, but I'm surprised Gaz wasn't a launch operator. To be fair, um, very interesting. I'm also surprised that he's not the one that's plastered on here. Zeus is. I really thought like they would have like hit out of the gate with like season one being Gaz's season. That's fine. They might be probably trying to get like uh, they're probably not trying to like touch the, like the main players too much, which makes well, sense. Most of also, them are in the they game. can probably put Gaz in the shop, whereas they needed someone to be free. And uh, Zeus, the the he just looks like he's gonna kill me. Honestly, um, yeah, Zeus, Zeus, Zeus is part of the battle pass, so uh, not free, but standard i don't know yeah, it's an interesting on. grouping of content like it's um yeah i think if gunfight was to drop halfway through the season i think that'd be just pretty damn good season yeah um, i think there's a lot of content here and this is just what we know about so yeah I yeah I, I think it'll be interesting to see what season two looks like without warzone dropping like it'll be interesting yeah. to see you know do they do a few new maps or what, what the go is there but uh I'm excited. I think this will be enough content to keep us going for a bit. Absolutely. Because I'm still not sick of the original game, but there are just like the odd map that I'm just like not a huge fan of. So it'll be good to get a couple of freshies in there that we know Absolutely. most people like. Yeah, for sure. No, I'm keen. I've really been enjoying the fact that everyone's sort of like on board and playing. So it's been really good. Um, I've been enjoying the fact that everyone's super keen. So we're good. Yeah, for sure. For sure. What else you got for us? Anything else? So I got two more things to talk about, right? I just wanted to talk uh, briefly about, uh, I think you know a little bit more about it than I do, but the Halo update coming soon. Do you just want to run us through what's coming with that update? Yes. <laughs> so it's already released. Yeah. Um, Forge is really the big thing. Um. And I'm going to get up a little thing to help me remember. But yeah, the Forge is really it. Like all over Twitter today, it's just been incredible um, seeing people's creations. And to be fair, a lot of them have been working on it for months in, in the private beta. Um, but, you know, whether it's like Blood Gulch, that the, I saw a remake for Blood Gulch that just looks superb. It just felt like coming home, you know what I mean? Then people yeah. have made like Shipment and other Call of Duty maps and they look fucking great as well. And then pe- so people have made just custom like maps and modes and just they all look so colorful and bright and completely some of them look like pretty close to dev made game maps to be honest um the only disappointing thing uh is maybe i shouldn't be disappointed but like the two new maps in this update are from forge like 343 have made them in forge and they're fucking awesome looking maps but it's it feels like a bit of a cop out do you do you feel that way or you don't mind I am going to say I don't mind for the simple fact that I feel like that's their way of promoting Forge. Um, yeah, okay. And if Forge is going to... I feel like if Forge works and stuff like this is being made, like, their maps aren't going to matter. <laughs> like, I'd rather play on these other maps anyway. So if they just go ahead and they're like, hey, we're just going to make our maps in Forge, hey, go for it. If that's easy for you, it gets content out, you know... It's all right if you want to delay season three another year, go for it, mate. I don't care anymore. <laughs> just, just do what you got to do. Yeah, no, fair point. Fair point. Um, you can't forge on the original dev main maps. You can only forge on the canvases that they've made. Do you think that's gonna? Do you think that's gonna be a permanent thing? Do you think they're gonna give us the keys to the kingdom eventually? I think so, but I think it'll be like yeah. Halo Three, where it's like forging on our maps is like you can't get as creative. Like, like, as in you get half the budget, half the items. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't think we'll have the keys to the full kingdom, but I That's do bullshit. think I do think they'll open it up where we can place our own vehicles and weapons and stuff like that. You think it's just out of fear of us doing better, a better job than them? No, I think it's out of fear of those, those maps and the forge engine would probably just conflict. 
Like it, like it's probably just not built to. I don't know. Like is in. Yeah, like they'd have to halve the budget, and probably you know, there's probably all these like limitations of the system. Like I don't think it'd be their personal choice necessarily. That's just what that's, I think. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's true or not. Um, but yeah, it looks like Forge probably is going to save Halo a little bit. It is looking that way. Uh, everyone sort of agrees that Forge is good. Like, there's no one sitting there going, "This is this was a letdown." Like no one's saying that. So it's worth going back to have a look. I I think so, yeah. And I've had a brief look, like I'm talking like 15 minutes and so far so good. Um, And like some people on Twitter are like pulling shit up and it's like, I made this in three hours and it's like, holy fuck, that looks great. And like people are making those old modes from Halo 3, like in Reach, where like the, there's one where like the snow comes down the mountain and you got to try and climb the mountain, like all that old stuff's coming back. So um, yeah, I think worth checking out again for sure. The game is free to play, so. Yeah, Take that as you will. Uh, there's new achievements by the looks of it. We've got um, campaign network co-op is now a thing, and mission replay. Um, oh. Yes, you couldn't replay your missions, but now you can. Um, so good, so good. I can go back and actually finish the trophies because there was one collectible I missed in the very first level of the game. Oh, yep. Um, I mean, if you haven't played the campaign yet, jump on it. Like, it's it's decent. It's decent. It's decent. It's, that's the best word for it. It's decent. Yeah, it's not terrible. It's just, you know, you take six years to make a Halo game, and it's like, oh, I wish there was three of these, but but we just got one campaign, um, which is fine. Which is fine. Yeah. Um, they've made a lot of changes to the, like, match XP and progression. Um, so a lot more XP for finishing games and things of that nature. Uh, apparently someone's already finished the battle pass this was like earlier today so um clearly they're just giving away xp at this point which i think is a good thing it's a good call yeah for sure uh like i said a couple new maps uh i had to fuck around on one of the maps and it looks awesome a lot of places to like knock people off the map and things of that nature so i think um i think there's something there and in one of like the power positions they had like multiple power guns there good to go so it's like like, every time 343 makes a, a map, right? And I'm talking 343 back to Halo 4, right? Every goddamn fucking time they make a map, there's just a scarcity of weapons that are interesting. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I've got this big map, and we're going to put an RPG in the middle, a, a rocket launcher, with two rockets in it. Well, that's exciting. What else? Oh, no, nothing else. That's it. Maybe an active camo. Maybe. So it actually looked like there's a few weapons on the map, but I didn't explore the whole map, so... Maybe I just got lucky and found them all really quickly. Um, yeah. yeah, just, I don't know, a lot of general improvements. Um, file browser is apparently doing pretty well. Um, some shop updates, all that sort of bullshit. Uh, is there anything question. you think I've missed? Here's a big question. Do you see us making a return this December, or do you think it's something that we're just not going to go back to as a group? Oh, I don't think we'll go back on the regular, but I do see like a Saturday night coming along, and it's like, hey... Uh, you know, I had a look during the week and I've saved six game modes from Forge. I think are pretty good. Let's have a Halo night. I am so keen to do that, like, once a month. Like, given a month for people to, like, circle, cycle some content in, that sounds like such a good weekend. Yeah. No, absolutely. I think that's going to become Halo going forward. Like, I, I, don't, I don't see myself logging on on a Wednesday or a Thursday just to have, you know, a couple of hours before dinner or after dinner or whatever. Like, I think it's very much going to be, hey... Let's play Halo tomorrow night. Like let's let's schedule in. Let's do a little bit of prep. Um, you know, and it doesn't necessarily have to be forged. Like they've got a heap of new playlists coming in. Um and and rotational playlists. I'm not really sure what the fucking go is there, but I do see ranked doubles on the list, so that's pretty cool. Um although to be fair, I think it's already in the game. Um but yeah, dude, like some of the, the like Twitter people on Twitter that I don't necessarily follow, but you see around and, you know, they've been like, they, you know, their account name is something Halo or whatever. And they've been down on Halo all year, just like the rest of us. And they're all like, oh my God, like this is saving Halo. They're, they've been a bit over the top, but the fact that they're heading in that direction, um, I think it'll, I think it'll get us back on a little bit, you know, especially over the summer when people got a bit of time off, probably looking for something fresh to play on a Thursday night, Saturday night, whatever it is. Um, yeah. I do think a few Halo sessions before Christmas will occur. Oh, hey. Indeed, indeed. Okay. Is there anything you want to add? 
No, just keen. I'm just I'm kind of keen to play some more Halo. I was just yeah, interested to see what you thought of all the stuff that they're they're adding and the update and everything like that. So yeah, cool. I'm glad I'm glad Halo's not dead yet. For everything negative I'll say about Halo three for three or whatever, like I do trust that they won't let this game go. Like even if it's like you know they start they like drop it when it's no, nah, I just don't see him doing that. I think this game will bounce back. Whether the player base does or not, I don't think is relevant to them. I think the game will bounce back. Oh. Indeed, indeed. Okay. What else you got? All right. To end this week's show, I just wanted to talk real quickly. Um, <laughs> hopefully, tonight or tomorrow, my my very fashionably late editor will get me my Gotham Knights review, but I have finished Gotham Knights. I platinum Gotham Knights. I checked oh, how I many know. hours I put in. I did. I put about 40 hours into Gotham Knights. I went hard on Gotham Knights. Just want to talk about Gotham Knights. <laughs> and you'll see in my review when it goes up, this is such a polarizing game. And this review is going to be one of the most divisive reviews I've ever done. Because it's 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 like a, it's like an eight minute review, and for the first like five minutes, all I do is shit on the game, and then tell people that I really liked it. <laughs> so I just I just thought I should explain myself here. You know, this is a point of reference because I'm sure whenever anybody watches that review, they're going to come for me. There's going to be some mean comments, I'm sure. Um, Gotham Knights could have been great. Gotham Knights could have been amazing. It didn't get there, and I think that's because there was a very big pivot midway through development that I don't think they were sort of expecting to do. I think Gotham Knights originally was envisioned and developed as a live service game, very much akin to Destiny and and Avengers. I think the downhill decline of Avengers straight out of the gate, and the fact that the Destiny community is basically not ever going to leave Destiny sort of scared them out of going down this route. The problem is a lot of the mechanics of the game and a lot of the development of the game was in making it that. So it was very hard to pivot uh, off a live service to a multiplayer story-based game. They did their very best. Did they do an amazing job? No. Did they do a well enough job that it's playable? Yeah. Um, I think one of the strengths of this game is not necessarily the gameplay, because after about 10 hours, it's very repetitive you're going to have, there's like a three button combat, a momentum system that becomes your I win button once you are a high enough level. Um, basically, once you're a high enough level, like once you max out level, you're never going to struggle in a fight. Like enemies that used to take a lot of time. Like I started the new game plus mode, maxed out at level 30 with a legendary gear, with legendary mods, basically as strong as I could possibly be. I skipped cutscenes and beat the new game plus mode. I played through new game plus twice. Played through, I played through new game plus once to uh, literally power through the story and play the story without being locked off by grinding to see if the story was enjoyable. I think the grinding kind of helps the pacing. I was under the impression Originally, I was under the impression that the grinding really slowed the pace of the game down, but I feel like the grinding really helps you breathe and absorb story moments more than just going through each campaign mission and going from one major bombshell to another. I think the grinding allows you to sort of like get good with the mechanics and that sort of stuff so that when these big story moments happen, you don't feel at a disadvantage. So I think in a way, the grinding is fine. Probably a little bit too much. I think they block you out for a little bit too long. But all in all, the pace of this game is quite good. If you play it in a way that you are doing a story mission, you are doing the events in the world that are given to you, and you're doing the side stuff all at the same time. I think that really that, that's really how you should play the game. Playing through the game on New Game Plus, played through it. Um, with cutscenes and everything like that. It's very quick, very on it. And then I and I got to the end and I'm like, wow, that was great. Then after I platinumed it, I was like, hmm. Hey, I was bored last night. I'm like, I wonder how fast I can get through this game if I skip everything. Oh, so I started man. the game, New Game Plus, again. 
um, went in max level. Everybody around me was max level. Skipping the cutscenes and playing the game, I finished every single story mission in about three hours and 51 minutes. Wow. Yeah. So, and without skipping story stuff and just playing through the game without trying to power through and like absorbing the world and that, take you about eight hours. What I originally played while I was leveling up and doing everything the game wanted me to do as I was leveling up, it took me like probably like 20 hours. So in the times I've played, I've played through this campaign three fucking times, right? I played through it originally, 20 hours. A lot of fun. I enjoyed it. People are going to hate it, but I'll explain why I enjoyed it in a minute. Play through a new game plus max level, not skipping anything, doing it all again. It took me about eight hours and that's doing side content as well. I powered through all that as well. I got powered through all of it. Skipping every single cutscene and just doing the story. Yeah, just under four hours. I'm done playing this game now. <laughs> I don't think I can give it uh, any more time now. Not until some content drops. If they drop some story-based content, I'll probably come back. But I'm at that point now where I've done everything. I've maxed out everything. I've maxed out everything for four characters. I've done everything for the four characters. I'm done. So I feel like I am more than fucking qualified to say that the video game industry is being very fucking harsh on Gotham Knights. I think all this thing about this is what AAA games are now, this is just rubbish, this is shit. I think Gotham Knights outranks a lot of the AAA trash we've been getting in the last few years. I think everybody's sort of got it in their mind that when you hear AAA game, you're getting a story that's as amazing as The Last of Us and gameplay that's as as thrilling and enthralling as God of War and Uncharted and Spider-Man. This game tries very fucking hard to be Spider-Man. It tries really hard. It, it succeeds in some ways and fails dramatically in others, but I don't think that's a detriment to the game. I think if you actually give this game a chance, let's be honest, after five hours, you're going to know whether or not you're, you, can, you can stomach it for 20. Like, that's basically it. If you're not having fun after about four or five hours, then stop playing. If you're interested in a pretty enjoyable Batman story, I would play this game. It's an enjoyable Batman story without Batman, which is incredibly difficult to do, and I really feel like they pulled it off. I think what's really going to draw you in is if you are a Batman fan and you like these characters, their interactions with each other and the things that happen when you're not suited up and in the city, the little character moments with each other, the moments of levity, the moments of fun, the moments of anger, the moments of mourning for their basically their lost father the moments where they're picking on each other and and building each other up and 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 trying to heal after the loss of a loved one this is this is this this isn't like those moments are great like this this isn't throwaway moments like like whoever wrote those moments did really good this is the best character development we've seen for these characters i think in any sort of media like the like i don't even think we've gotten this sort of great like character development in the comics like it's very good um i like it a lot i like i like when they interact with each other it's it, it like some some moments will bring you to almost to tears with some of the ways they interact with each other like it feels like brothers and and sisters interacting and you really feel it in those moments this is a story of like what life would be without batman and if batman's gone like are there heroes that'll step up there are and this is a really good story for telling that Will we get a Gotham Knights 2? Probably not. Fuck, I hope we do. I hope there's some story content at least to wrap up these characters' stories because I'm not done with them yet. I think they're really well told. Are they really well acted? Um, and yeah, all in all, I really feel like people are being a bit too harsh on this game, saying that it's AAA trash. I implore you to go out there and find something that's not a first-party PlayStation game and tell me it's, it's better than Gotham Knights. I think Gotham Knights sits right where it needs to be at a solid 7 out of 10. I, I honestly, um, I don't think anybody should have expected this game to be 10 out of 10, to be honest. Like, I, I really feel like AAA games today that are coming out that are going to be an enjoyable time will sit at a 7. Games that are coming out and do a lot better than we expect are going to hit 8s. I think masterpieces and games that push new boundaries 
are going to hit nines and tens. You're going to see Last of Us, God of Wars, Uncharted, Spider-Man, Wolverine, that sort of stuff. That stuff's going to hit nine and tens. Stuff that are going to hit eights are like indie titles that come out of nowhere. Like It Takes Two and all that sort of stuff. Like an Elden Ring or something like that style game that we weren't expecting. Has an amazing amount of polish. Like Wulong. When Wulong comes out, that's going to hit a solid eight. If it's a masterpiece, nine or a ten. I don't think it'll hit a seven. But games like... I've seen people online say Saints Row is better. And I honestly, I don't know what you're smoking. But if you can send me some, I would love... <laughs> to be as moronic as you i really would as someone who sat there played both platinum both put amazing amount of hours into both i would totally play through gotham knights again over saints row um so yeah i just wanted to say that i think gotham knights is 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 it's gonna have its fans honestly like it's gonna have its fans i don't think it's a disastrous game like people are saying it is and i think it's being judged very harshly and i think it's being judged because it's not the game people wanted but this is the game got and I don't think it's fair to judge it on the fact that it wasn't what you wanted. You should judge it on the fact of like what it is. And if you think it's a giant piece of dog shit, that's fine. But don't come at others. Because I've seen a lot of that on Twitter. Don't come at others who are actually enjoying the game. I mean, you, like those people that are saying, oh, just, just like you're the reason games like, like aren't going to get made. Gotham Knights isn't going to get sued. You know what I mean? Like, we're still going to have to wait five years for another God of War sequel fucking eight years for a fucking last of a seat so if you're fine playing one game every eight to five years go for it but i'm, I'm gonna still enjoy these xbox 360 ass games until the day i die because they're a good bit of fun for a hundred bucks you know what i mean like I'll, I'll i'll get the 40 hours out of it you know what i mean i'm willing to put in that time i just don't think anybody else is 40 hours is a big value i like gotham knights it's perfect no but i enjoyed it that's all I have to say. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for explaining. Perspective. Sorry, I waffled on. It's perfect. It's perfect. Uh, review should be out tomorrow or today. Depending I'm on what you're listening. Hope so. I'm bloody sorry. <laughs> all right. Jack, thank, a, thank you for joining me. I'm sorry. I was going to say, is there a written review to go for? Uh, yes. Uh, it's, it's on the website ready to go. I'm just waiting for the video to drop so I can embed it into the article. Like, it's it's literally there ready. I'm, I'm ready to go, everybody. Um, I've also got I've also got a Call of Duty review ready to go as well. I just, I just yeah, wait, waiting for my editor. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, hopefully this week we'll have quite a bit of content. There's a bit of content that went up last night. Three unboxings. Go check that out got the god of war collector's edition the xbox mini fridge and the bayonetta 3 masquerade edition go check them out i've had a chance to watch any but the xbox fridge is where i'm starting not gonna lie see, see if you can fi okay so the xbox and the bayonetta one took a lot of editing because the cameraman did something stupid see if you can figure out what they did because i tried my my hardest to fix it and i think i did a pretty good job okay okay let me know everybody <laughs> i hope the video is just upside down That'd be great. <laughs> oh, it was it was close. Jack, thank you for joining me, mate. Thank you for having me, my friend. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. If you are looking for anything to do with Jack and myself and Ozzy Lag, head over to OzzyLag.com. There you'll find links to everything, our socials, as well as our YouTube and Discord. Feel free to join the Discord to keep the conversations you heard tonight going. You can hit us up in there. That's going to do it from us this week, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. Next week, I think I'm going to be talking a little bit of God of War. So if you're keen for some God of War talk, make sure to come back next week. But um, yeah, that's going to do it from us. Until next time, may all your games be good ones. We'll catch you guys next time. Bye, everybody.